2: Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first.
3: ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Drivers' responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times.
4: The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Muck Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with Delivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.
5: I think they're playing for themselves. Um, I also think that actually having players playing in their proper position, it's like, as, as I said as I said a couple of weeks ago, Fleming needs to play behind the striker and for the last three games he's been playing yeah it was nice to have a win I thought my pessimistic one all draw prediction was going to be bang on the money but um, yeah good result nice to break that seven month hoodoo two goals conceding away from home hoodoo as well we had a wrap round on next so uh... yeah it was, that was me mate yeah he did not when, when he was standing there he just, just like like it was just he, he, he
0: thought that it probably was going go I in, mean, but when he, when he took it to
6: do
7: it, it's like, what
6: the fuck, what are you doing? I think there's been a lot of talk that we don't know, Robert doesn't know what his best team is, personally, and I know, I know we said sort of about swapping Bradshaw on a phobia, but today is probably the closest to the best team that we've got available at the moment in that system.
1: Hello welcome to a live interactive Millwall fan show. Um, We are joined, obviously, across Facebook and YouTube. Uh, Welcome to One and All for joining us. And remember, if you do want to get involved, we can see your comments coming up uh, on our pages and we will get your comments on live straight to the panel. Today, I'm lucky enough to have some great guests sitting on our first show on the panel. Obviously, I'm joined by some regulars and obviously I'm joined as well by a, a rival channel. Another person who provides Millwall content, we put it like that, rather than a rival. Um, but I'm joined by the one and only Joe Zamba. Hello, fella. Hi, Mickey. How you doing? You all right? Yes, mate. All good. All good. I'm joined by the one and only TT. How you doing, fella? Uh, good evening. Good Am even, I the rival evening.
7: channel, by the way?
1: Well, technically, you? Well, I suppose not, because we're not a YouTube channel. I've never been, I've
7: never been a rival on YouTube to anything. Yeah.
1: Technically, I suppose, it, technically, but no, we, we, we don't class you as rivals, we just no. think you're doing a really good job and you're successfully doing it, so uh, yeah, contrary to other people's beliefs, but there we go. Um, we're also joined by Stephen, how you doing fella?
6: Yeah, good Mickey, how are you? Excellent, Hello, I'm good,
1: I'm good, I'm good. And last but by far, no more, no means least, uh, Ben, how you doing fella?
5: Evening chaps, looking forward to the, the first live.
1: Yeah, so am I. So it'll be a bit like um, what we're doing the, on the space. Um, going forward, once we figure out a few little bits and pieces, then uh, people will be able to come on um, and then have their views um, and stuff like that, either by voice or by video. But we'll start with the way we need to go on. And I suppose realistically, we need to speak about the one and only Zion Fleming. His first hat trick in English football, and his fur and his second hat trick of his career. Um, let's start with you, TT. Um, thoughts on yesterday's game? Um, standout points and and obviously the man himself.
7: Uh, well, he's fucking brilliant, isn't he? <laughs> let's start getting around it. Every finish for the, fr- the the three goals that he scored, they all needed a quality touch to get him to the actual finish um you know obviously the free kick is he's, he's got a bit of luck but the the, the, the two around it that he's just his determination is excellent he's he's got a you know when you can see a player that, that thinks quicker than the players around him and he has that ability um it's just uh, you know uh, playing where he's playing in behind the striker is definitely his best position and, and he's just... But, but we've got to give him chances. We've got to... You know, it's no point in giving him the ball on the halfway line. He needs the ball in and around the box to make a difference. And if he does get that, then he looks like he's going to score goals. And, you know, I, I don't like the people that, that have to go, well, we ain't missing Jed. We've got Zian Fleming. You know, it would have been fantastic to have both of them in the team at the same time. Um, but, you know, it, 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 and I know you've got talk about the fact that he's, you know, is he our best signing ever? Well, it's far 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 too premature to say that um but it's very very promising what he's doing and he just needs to continue getting in the right positions like i said his touch is fantastic his awareness of the game is really good you know it, he just looks like a complete player and the bermondsey burkham is the perfect name for him because it makes him the my big worry and i was thinking about it yesterday when i was watching him we sing the song that he hates west ham I am very concerned that he you know next season he could end up in the Premier League if we don 't get up then he could end up finding himself playing for West Ham and that would be an absolute tragedy but to be fair if we could get you know his, his price tag's only going up um and overall yesterday the, the most important thing was that well, two most important things one we had an intent we had an attacking intent we wanted to get we wanted to get goals we wanted to get forward, and second of all it, it wasn't working. And Robert changed it earlier than he normally does. Instead of waiting for the last ten minutes of a game for substitutions and formation changes, he made the changes quickly. And regard and we'll talk about formation later, but he made the change, it worked, and you know you've got to give him credit for that. So those those were the two big fact, the big things that I took out of that game. Yeah, no, I
1: t- totally agree. Evening Darren. Darren is um, is one of our one of the viewers who used to watch us when we did Friday Night Live. So welcome back. Um, Darren, hope you're well. Um, no, I totally agree with you. I know, uh, and the question with Fleming, slightly different to how you put it, but we'll come on to that one um, in a in a bit later on in this um, in this hour of show. So, uh, Joe, your views on yesterday's game, and then I'll come to you next, Steve, Stephen, and then you, Ben. Go on, him. Yeah, I mean, it was a, a great great performance, wasn't it? Um, it wasn't a great performance from
8: the first minute to, to the last minute. Um, but you could call it a bit a tactical genius from Mario, from, right? and I know he doesn't get a lot of credit, but give credit where credit's due. He saw something that wasn't quite clicking, and he went with the 3-5-2 uh, the formation, or the 3-4-1-2, whatever you want to call it, to sort of uh, uh, com- com- combat it, and, and it worked. I think at that point, I think we were in control. Um, yeah, we still allowed Flo to play that number 10 role. Uh, the players sort of click and gel better. Malone made a difference when he came on that left side. And suddenly Bradshaw didn't look like he was isolated up front, did he? He had um Berge alongside him. And uh, we just seemed to kind of click and gel a lot better. Um come back to Zio Fleming, I mean, agree with what TT's saying. You know, great, great player. Uh would he be here over the next sort of couple of years? Who knows? But if we could get a couple of good seasons out of him and get a lot of money for him when he when he does eventually Lee guys and goes to the premiership, then you could say, you know, fair play, cheers for everything you've done and thanks for the money. Let's hope we get get a good uh, good fee for
1: him. Yeah, we're coming, we're coming to the money in a bit it'll be interesting to see what your views are on something on, on regarding that in a bit. So, Stephen, views of the game, mate, and uh, and obviously the, uh, the wonder kid, what seems to be uh, developing in front of her eyes,
6: um, which is the one and only Fleming. I think uh, on the performance, again, I think what Joe said, we... <laughs> It's never going to be that we are on it from minute one to minute 90. But if you can have the majority of the game and you can kind of get your best players or your creative players in involved, um, I think that's, that's what we've potentially missed maybe in the whole game um, and, and other games where we've come away thinking, you know, we should have won that. Um, I thought, again, um, you know, middle two, um, again, just keep going from strength to strength. I think Billy Mitchell's pass. Um, everyone's talking about Danny McNamara's cross mm-hmm. and, and Fleming's finish, which was very, very good. Billy Mitchell's pass is the best pass that I've seen a mobile player play mm-hmm. in a long, long time.
1: It was a whole team. It was a whole team event, wasn't it? I mean, Billy, Billy picking Danny out and then literally laying it in front of the player. Danny cutting in, getting it, and literally knowing where that ball was going. He sticks it straight across the goal and. You know, like TT said, every goal what Fleming scored yesterday was pure class. And Mm. what he did is he managed to hold it off turn and then stick it straight in. Uh, And, you know, for a a kid what's so young to have a football brain of what he's got, he's going to be unbelievable going forward. Absolutely. You know, we are seeing a kid who's going to become a football genius at some point going forward because he is superb.
6: I think the big thing with him as well, um, coming away from the performance. But I think the big thing with with Fleming is is actually take away the, the sort of ability. I think the big thing is his his mental attitude. He's played in the Ajax. He played for Ajax. Admittedly, it was you know reserves or youth. But you don't you don't get into the Ajax Academy and play with some of the players that he's played with and 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 coach and been coached by if you don't have ability, he hasn't come to England. He hasn't come to Millwall. He he made a thing and said, oh, I was wanted. And that probably did help coming, you know, being young, coming from his, his, his home country over to England. He hasn't come over here just to be, because someone's put their arm around him and gone, oh, we really want you to sign for the club. He's come here to show he's a winner. He's come here to show that he can play football. And I think he's just going from strength to strength, whether he'll be here or not. Um, I don't know. I, I do have a couple of interesting in, in, points for, for perhaps later on in the show when we, we discuss potentially a, a transfer fee. But I said it against uh, after the whole game. We didn't give him enough opportunity to influence the game. He tried to go and influence the game by dropping deeper. Fine, he wants the ball. But if you get him around the sort of 18 to 25 yards, whether it be left foot or right foot, it's just he is phenomenal and I think he's I know there's a few strikers and, and midfielders on nine goals and he's obviously on eight. I really, really can see him being right up there in the goal scoring charts in the championship and again No oh, absolutely
1: um, and and what else I can see coming and I'll come to you next in a set Ben is the other thing what I can see coming is that this year I think it's not gonna be a one horse you know or a one horse race for player of the season. I think potentially we're going to have a few players what are going to be, you know, battling against each other to become player of the season. So you know we we we'll see um, where we go. Um, we'll come to you, Ben. Um, but the most important question to you before you tell us about the game and all that lot is: Have you bought your season, your half season ticket now for your daughter or not?
5: for anyone that doesn't know I was messaging the guys halfway through or they were messaging me saying if we won yesterday it was my little one's first game and if we'd won I'd be getting her a season ticket at 2 wall I was ready to walk out and she was never going again bless her Um, but yeah I definitely will be I think uh, she was fixed after yesterday
1: what's your views on the game yesterday and also Um, what's your
5: views on the game
1: yesterday but also taking your daughter for the first time and enjoying that moment with your daughter's first game
5: yeah. Because that's going to be Incred-
1: precious, isn't it?
5: Incredible. Um, I've got a nice video of me and her walking up the steps and her getting to the top and she shouts football. Um, I actually played at the Den last year. Um, we, pe- we hired out the pitch for my dad's birthday, so she thought she was allowed to get on the pitch and she kept asking if she could. Uh, and I said only when we score was she allowed to get on the pitch. No, I'm joking. I'm not teaching her that just, just yet. Um, but yeah, an amazing memory to be there with my dad as well. Um, so happy granddad, happy dad. Happy daughter. So yeah, great day. Um, performance itself. We talk about Fleming. That first goal again. His first touch, the, the ball from I think it was Danny Mac. It might not have been, but whoever played the ball into him, it was behind him for him to get it so close to him. Oh no! What first the first touch. goal?
1: The first did goal was Vlog Slammer. Vlog Slammer no, put it in, and he and he brought it down. And he did. That it ball where he brought it, it down. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was that was.
5: But it was to kill it straight away, Mickey, and it just yeah. allowed, him, allowed him to get on it and then not only to get on it and beat three players and slot it in, it was just unbelievable. Um, Rowick mentioned a couple of things and he was pretty much spot on. And he just mentioned about our desire and our belief when we got on the ball yesterday. And we were the heart of all of our problems and our problems being just giving it away so easily and letting Preston get into the game. Their captain, I mean, Alan Brown, he, he looks a really good player. Chad Evans was dangerous, but... It was all from us when we got on the ball and went backwards and ultimately didn't have belief or desire going forward where we wanted to be a bit more, I don't know, just pressing and a bit quicker with it. Um, And we we just brought all the problems onto ourselves. They didn't really deserve to get back into it, I didn't think. Um, But then I thought we were quite lucky to be 2-0 up at that time. Then we had to kind of defend well. Chad Evans, as I say, he he bullied Creswell for, for a long time. And I actually thought we needed to make a bit of a tactical switch and move Cooper onto him. Um, but we obviously changed the formation to the second half. But yeah, again, Rowett said that, that, that Evans was unplayable for 60 minutes, and, and he really was. His movement was unbelievable. Um, our final third delivery was shocking at times. We kept getting into good positions. I know we spoke about Danny Mack kind of pre-show. He struggled first half. So did Murray Wallace down the left. Honeyman did. Every time we got in a good position, we just... We just Gave it away badly and just didn't make the right decision. But ultimately, great result. Um, And in the second half, we did all those things that he wanted to. Again, Rowick mentioned that he gave the guys a bit of a volley at half-time and said that we needed to be a bit braver. And that showed. Um, The formation change, we've already mentioned it. I think he's not going to get the credit he deserved. But we needed to do that. Bringing Malone on again, I thought was good. We could have brought Styles on. My dad said, why haven't we done that? And it just shored things up down that left-hand side because they only looked dangerous by getting wide and getting crosses in. And we were getting a bit outnumbered down the flank. So, yeah, I mean, look, in the end, a great performance to score four goals against. I think they were the best defensive record in the EFL as of yesterday. Yeah. No one would have seen it coming. I
1: think they conceded 13 goals or something. Was it 16 goals or something out of... Their game, so yeah.
5: So yeah, great, great away performance, really. Great day with a little one. Yeah, happy, happy day all round, really.
1: No, that's it. I think, I think Barry, I think it's a little bit too early, but, you know, they're, they're, there's definitely writing on the wall there. And I totally agree with that comment. We've said it as a show all the time, um, Jed, who, um, you know, people um, who came out publicly and said, we're never, ever going to be able to replace him. Well... I think we might just have replaced him um, with someone who's probably a step up rather um, than Jed. Um, I think we'll come back to this because this falls in with a question for later on. But, yeah, know, I, I would probably agree that and probably a little bit more, to be fair. Um, I think it's a class investment for Millwall and I don't think they will... Um, We'll do it. But this one, Dave Dave Clark leads us nicely on to the next question, I suppose, um, on there. But let's come on to the summer signings who who we've done. Um, how do you rate... We'll start with you, Joe. Um, how do you rate the summer signings so far? Um, leaving Fleming out for now, and we'll come back to him in a, in a bit later on, but how do you rate the likes of honeymoon, vlog, etc. Cresswell, Shackleton. Um, how would you rate him in in performance order, shall we say? Well, I think, yeah, going back to the very, very
8: start in the summer, when you look at the transfer things we're going to summer, I think we we're all quite delighted. with We were all quite happy with the players we brought in, the quality of the players we brought in. I think they all made a, a bit of an impact at the beginning and we were all quite pleased with what we saw. But then a few of them sort of like, sort of fell, fell sort of off the, uh, the, the sidelines a little bit. Look at Craswell, you had a couple of dodgy games throughout the team. Honeymoon sort of struggled a little bit at times. Shaq returned again, was kind of in and out. You know, people questioning you know, whether Bobby should be playing up front, on the right. And uh, you, you don't, i not, not saying you have doubts, but you do start questioning a little bit about the players and are they the right players and are they suited to the formation. But then the last sort of few games, we see a big turnaround. Since Rowett's gone to the back four, and Hutch getting injured, Cresswell's come in alongside Cooper. He looks, you know, a, a, a different player. He looks energized, he looks up for it, he looks, as sort of like to prove. Um, Shaq's, Shackleton's come in and he's done great when we needed to play, would be out, out on, as a right back or in the middle. Um, I quite like Honeyman. I mean, Honeyman, from the first games played for us, he's always given it 100%. He L- likes to tackle. Work rate is impeccable. He, he's almost like a captain on the pitch as well. He talks a lot to the players, leads leads from the front. Um, but I've always liked him playing on that that right side. And i mentioned it so many times in previous shows. Uh, I'll never forget the, t- the time we played Hull at home in the last season. He played on that right side for Hull. And he absolutely destroyed us. He's the best best player on the pitch. Um, I think with a bit more confidence, he can play in in that th- attacking three that uh, round likes to play with. Um, but Vogie, I'm happy with Vogi. I think he's, he's a player who suits Mill's style of play. Uh, very committed, he, he's he's uh works hard, um, gets stuck in. We've probably haven't seen his real quality yet, I and mean, he hasn't scored for us yet, but we know
1: it's going to come sooner or later. Just just on there, I mean, Ben, you got something called Honeymoon. What did you want to say on Honeymoon?
5: It was just interesting, actually, because Joe said he quite liked him out on the right. And I said to my dad yesterday, he's just not a wide player. He needs to play in the middle. And I think he's got that energy and buzziness. Like you said, Dejo, he gets about the pitch well. He's quite good technically, but I just think out wide, he hasn't got the pace to get past someone. And when we, we yesterday was so many times where they'd sat in with a four and we needed to make a pass or just get in behind them with a bit of pace and we couldn't. And mm. that wasn't his fault, he was just playing out there. He was, you could clearly see, he was trying his best, but I yeah, just think again, he's he is. Yeah, I think again, it goes back to what we were saying about all the formations and the signings. We I made agree, before you. the trouble
8: is, you've got, you got someone called Zian Fleming's pretty good <laughs> yeah. in, in that role, again, which I think is probably the best that. position. I think he would be yeah. a great number 10, uh, but at the moment, you've got a player slightly out of position to accommodate the team, and, and you're right there. Um, lots of him in the middle. I don't, I don't like seeing him in, in a kind of DM because you don't like him in the, in the Savile-Mitchell position. I think he's too too small, too slight there, whereas Savile-Mitchell could be a bit more, more presence, a bit more strength there to hold the ball up better. But um, definitely anywhere across it, the attacking three. And let's be honest, when you're playing the 4 2 three, one formation, you're not really wingers. Those three uh, attacking midfielders, somehow their job is to link up with the forward and, and make diagonal runs and get involved in that and, and let your full bomb forward. So... As long lot would say, that they're not, not really out-and-out wingers, but he, he can do a job there. I, th- I think he's quite good a bit, across
1: bit there. Yeah. Uh, let's go. Let's hit on your your Vog Slammer and uh, and the other two players. In sorry, let's just finish up with your list. Vogue yeah, Slammer so, of Shackleton. Uh, I think
8: that's, uh, that's that's it, really. So I don't know who's missing, but do you want to put them in order? Did you say or...?
1: No, just which which ones? I mean, take Fleming now. But I mean, who who would be your top two signings outside of Fleming?
8: Um,
1: I would say Cresswell. It's been a really good signing for us. I mean,
8: he scored what four goals this season now from us. For a not bad for a defender, is it? For a defender, not too bad. Exactly. I love the fact that he's playing through this kind of injury, still to his head if you like. You know, he, he hasn't sort of sides uh, or take a couple of weeks off to recover from that. Um, so I'm impressed with him. Uh, I'll say... I don't know. The, the others haven't really, really shined yet. I, th- I think Shakton hasn't really put a foot wrong, to be fair, has he? Um, he's been like a 7 out of 10 mo- most games we've played for. I've never, 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 never a 10, never a 5. Um, so I'll probably say Crestwell, for me, he's been the uh, the, the standout one. Standout. TT, your
1: view on the players, fella, on the signings?
7: So I agree with Ben in terms of Honeyman playing more century. However... What we've done with our with our signings is we've got strength in depth in single positions. So, you know, Honeyman is that sent, sent like cam position, just in behind the striker. But you're not going to get there said of Fleming, Vogel. Sam kind of he's not really he's not really a wide player, but he worked his work ethic was was excellent yesterday and has been every time. Every time he's put a shirt on, he's put he's put the work in. But ideally he looks like he'd be a, a centre forward, but then we've already got Bradshaw and obviously who hasn't been mentioned yet, a still a signing and probably out of the signings that we've made probably failed flatter to deceive considering what he's got and what he's, what he's what he can produce, hasn't really done that this season in a mill shirt phobe, not consistently enough because we know he's got talent. Um Shackleton has has been that, that squad player that you take to the World Cup, you know, so he can fill in at right back or we'll put him at right midfield or he can go at centre-centre midfield or wherever Raouette's struggling and, and to make a sub, that's where he puts Shackleton in. What, um, I think the, the, the player that, that really epitomises the rest of them really, as, as all of them have done, you know, we talk about meal wall players and players that can play at the den or play with, with the shirt. All of them give 100% and it's epitomised by Cresswell. Cresswell is a all or nothing kind of player. He, he, you know, he's the kind of player that's going to make mistakes because he's going for the ball. He's good. He's going to be rushed sometimes. His this, distri- this distribution is not as good as I thought it would be coming from the Leeds Academy. But he, you know, he's he's not afraid to make a tackle and to play through the the boots in the head that he got. You know, he's a lone player. Remember, he's not a meal player. He's going to get his wages anyway. He could quite comfortably sit on the bench for a few weeks and get his, and, and 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 get his. Get himself back to back to fitness, or he could have been out for a couple of games, and then see that you know got got better over the World Cup. But he wants to play, and that is a you know all you want when you get lone players in is a desire to want to put the shirt on and go out there and give a hundred percent. We can talk about mistakes and yeah, pl- playing players in pl- positions where they're not the best; they're always yeah. going to struggle slightly more. Um, yeah. But you've got to fit a bit you know. You've got to fit them into the system. Rowett's very much a system first. Players will fit into my system, whatever I'm doing. He does not build a system around the players, and and no. you can argue one way or the other. But at least every player should know what they what they're going to do. So if I'm playing the wide right player in that in that front three, I know what my role is, whether I want to play there or not. And I'm sure if you ask Fogel Samurai he probably doesn't. He knows what he's got to do. If you put Honeyman there, he knows what he's got to do, and yeah. that's really important, especially when. You know, you're chopping and changing positions all the time. You've got to know what you're... what Because remember, players want to be concentrating on having the ball at feet. Where do I run? Where do I press? Because that's what we've done really badly against Hull. You know, forget about the fact that they were down to 10 men, but our pressing was terrible because yeah. we had Bradshaw pressing and then everyone behind him didn't press. So they just were passing around us. So even though they had 10 men, they kept the ball so well. It's so yeah. important that you... You've got to know, and that, and this is where I, sometimes Rowan lets himself down, the players have to know what they're doing in every single position, in in, in the press or no press, but what their role is. And, and, I, and like I said, I think that the signings have been good. Callum Stiles has come in. I think he he, he set, a, set I think he had a really good debut, dropped off a little bit. But he's come in the last couple of games. The last couple of times I've seen him has, has, has looked pretty decent. He's got a good touch. Um, and again, he gives it all. The, the, the one thing that, you know, bringing Malone on, he's got a new signing, but bringing Malone on, I think he's the, the, the thing that we miss is that directness. That's why Bewery's is really important, that directness and pace that we really lack. You know, if we're going to, I don't know if we're going to talk about who we look to sign coming forward, yeah, we are, yeah. but we have to have pace because we were talking about Honeymoon, we're talking about Vogel Salmon not being able to go around that player. And, and yes, we're relying on the wing backs to do that. But we need we need some more pace in the attacking third to really give us give us more options because Bury has been very hit and miss, and um, and obviously then you're only left with Malone and Malone is very very hit and miss. You know he's he goes from the sublime to the ridiculous in two touches. There's no in between with with Scott Malone. So overall, no, no. I'm very happy. I was optimistic about the signings. I think I think they they're, they're all Mural type players if if you can say that. They all they all give a hundred percent, and um, you know obviously. So the best two. I mean, I think Vogel Sam has been underrated in, in what he's done. But I I, I, really, I want to see more. I want Honeyman on the pitch. I think he's an excellent player. I want to see him on the pitch. But I wouldn't take off Fleming. I wouldn't take off Savile. And I wouldn't take off Mitchell for him. So that's that's the problem you've got.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Chris has made a comment. Um, He said, I think Creswell has had a reality check. I just don't think he realised how hard Championship is um, is here. Go back to Leeds hundred percent better player at the end of it. I, I think that's a great I think it's a learning curve for him. I think he's he's gonna go, you know, eventually he will go back to Leeds um and he'll again progress and, and be a good player going forward. Um screens have changed slightly. Uh Ben, we'll come to you next with your, your on the players. Keep it fairly brief, though, because 'cause we're um we're halfway through the show and we've got loads of questions coming.
5: Yeah, I think um, pretty much what the guys have already said Joe summed it up nicely I think with the I mean we haven't seen much of Shackleton we haven't seen much of Styles yet um, I think for me I said it on the show last week Vogie is very quickly becoming a favourite of mine he was brilliant yesterday he's playing in a different position that he's definitely not used to he was excellent yesterday his work rate we've said it a million times hes he's purely playing out there because he's doing such a good job I think we will see the best of him when we're getting down the centre. So for me, I'm going to say he's been our best signing. I know a lot of people don't agree with that. I see it on Twitter, people caning him and I don't see it. Um, but yeah, I really like him. Um, and yeah, I think that Creswell, I think it did a world of good. Again, I think credit to Rowett. It took him out of the spotlight. I think it's really helped him. He's come back into the side. I know probably forced with, with Hutch being out, but you can't fault his desire and want to, to play for us. He gave it full beans when he scored yesterday. Um, yeah. yeah, I
1: think. And with a header. To... And with a header, with the uh, with the bandage on as well. So you know, he's, 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 you can't you can't um, question his commitment. Stephen, your your quick ratings, and then uh, I've got a couple of questions coming in from the fans, so um, we'll put these to you.
6: I, I actually think that the transfer window, and this is going to sound like a really strange comment, but I actually think it was. It's quite. A, it's been quite a. Mm-hmm. A um, a bit of a strange uh, decision from Rowett because Rowett brought in players to play a different system to what we're playing at the moment. So if you're rating the transfer window, we we're, we're rating this on how we were playing because he was playing a system to get these players in. Yeah. And yep. honestly, that was quite poor. Um, the f- the free center backs and the wing backs so all these players were brought in to play one way and now we're playing a different way so uh, would we have signed the same players that we have if we were going to go into the system playing 4-2-3-1 I don't think so I, don't, no, I don't we would think have had so I think we've bought in ways, we've brought in a few too many midfielders because it's a cover for um you know doing some some long um sort of leg work in midfield and now we've, we've only really got the two so um Cresswell great um i think you know as we said lone player and, and you know giving it all for the shirt but we haven't seen enough of the players callum styles we haven't seen enough of george honeyman really or um or shackleton because they can't get a game because we're not playing the system that <laughs> that they were brought into play so i think it's quite hard to, to actually give anyone a rating fleming aside um Cresswell, is probably um, probably my number one, and and voggy is a close second. I really think, and Rowett said it yesterday, he is one goal away from his confidence going through the roof, and and, and 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 looking a much better player, more better than what he is.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. I think he, I, I, I
6: agree with that completely. I mean. We
1: move on to, the, on to the transfer side of it, to a degree, Is in, like, you know, coming in, what do we need? I mean, there's, there's two questions. I suppose we'll go with the first question with um, MFC 1885. Within, within, obviously, our budget, will we find a better striker than Bradshaw or Phobia or Vogue Slammer in January? Do you think we're do you think we'll spend anywhere near I know we've made the money from which I think's probably already been spent from the guys what um, went from Man City, but I mean, do you think we'll do another big spend? I mean, Rarit sort of put out there that he doesn't, you know, he he he, he will go to Berylson, but he doesn't really want to go cap in hand when he's spent quite a bit of his money already. Um is there someone out there you think we could find? Possibly not in England, maybe European.
8: Very, very surprised if there's any more money left by a player. And let's be honest, you need a bit, bit bit, of dough to get someone decent to make a difference for our team. Unless you get someone on a, on a free or cheap, someone whose who's contract's running out in the summer, maybe. Um, otherwise, it'll be a loan. The only trouble is how many loans do you allow? Is it five? Is it in a
5: season? I mean, you think about who we've got on loan at the moment. We've got. We've got I think uh, it's capped to the squad, isn't it, Joe? I think so. I think you're allowed more than, but I think you only have five in the squad. I think. So you, okay, so you have got Shackleton. I as, as in playing the first team, you mean? Yeah, I think. Yeah, as in in the match day, eleven plus subs. I right, think we're only have five.
8: What was it? I thought there's a limit and there's a, a certain amount you could play in one. It, 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 it might, might be the same. Might be five as well. But that, but that, that might mean, let's say, for example, I would say that we can't bring more loan players unless we let a loan player go. I mean, trouble you've got Styles in there, you've got Crestwell, you've got Shackleton. Uh, technically, I mean... Five players. Is it five players allowed, yeah?
1: While clubs in the championship can have five players on loan at one time, Premier League time, Premier League sides can only have two loan players. So in which case, I think we've got we've got
8: allowance to bring out another loan player, haven't we? I would say.
4: Mm.
8: I mean, technically, we probably need two two signings. I mean, I don't want to sort of jump to the uh, next question too, too soon, but you're probably looking at a decent forward and a decent winger with a bit of pace. I do feel we're we're crying out for a sort of target man up front at the moment. I mean, ideally you want someone who did everything. You want someone who's got pace, who's a target man who can hold the ball up and score goals. But, you know, to get that sort of player, you're talking millions of pounds in your course, you know. But if we did a loan sign for a a good young Premiership player uh, who's not getting first-team football, that would be a perfect
1: opportunity to bring someone in at the moment.
6: Um, you sort of lead
1: in, you lead into Chris's question there, I suppose, yeah. as well. Is that uh, how many players do you think we need in January? And what positions are most important in? Um, I've I mean, I, I already answered that
8: one with, with,
1: a, with a winger and a
8: forward, but I don't know what the rest of the panel think. Or what, what you got, so, so, um,
7: saying a forward so is got, always difficult, uh, saying a forward is always difficult because you know, yeah, I, I think. To play in the system we play, we, we need a target, man. But that's why I'm not sure why Vogelsammer isn't playing centrally because I think he gives you that. So um, I, I think he would be, you know, it sounds stupid, but he would be like a sign if we play him as a centre forward rather than out wide. But he is doing well out wide because we don't have another option out wide. So that's where I definitely think we need to strengthen. We need more strength in depth. In If you're going to play the four two three one or have the ability to play the 4 2 three, one you need... Just to have that that bit of pace, and but it's not easy. It's not easy to find someone within the budget that we're going to be spending. What what I would personally do, I'd look to our youth team. They're playing really well. I I don't think we do this enough. You know, Danny McNamara and Billy Mitchell came into the squad because they we we were we were struggling to play, to buy players at the time. We really really did have we were under the under the cosh, and I think that we you know looking at how we're under twenty three you know Tom Lee's. Banging in goals in, in and it's a different level. Don't get me wrong, but you're never going to find out how good they are if they're not at least training within the first team squad. And that should be do if they should be doing that to see if they're good enough. And and you know this we we look really good at that level. So I would personally, I'd, I'd look to promote a couple of the players. You know, Nana if Boateng's done well, when he's um, top of lawyer, I wouldn't have got rid of. I'd have kept him in and around the squad because you're only going to find out if they're good enough if they play. Um, and then. You know, do you, if you're going to break the bank, you go for someone like Hoskins, who's, you know, the league league two top goal scorer. If you're going to spend two or three million and, and, and have a punt like that. But then every other championship squad, every other cha- with, with far better budgets than us are going to be in, in competition. And then is do they want to come to me? meal? That's the problem. Because not only are we, are we not, we, we might be able to reap the transfer fee, but we're never going to be able to match the wages. And that's... no, that- that's the problem. But let's, let's not. Let's not. Our recruitment. We've. You know. Look how. Look at the money we spent on Zian Fleming. was like one point seven million. You know. I, I compare that to. You know, Anthony, who went for, to Man, for, to Manchester United for eighty-six million. When you compare what they did last year in Area Divisi, Zian Fleming had better stats. He had better, better yeah. assists. He had more goals. In in yeah, a team, yeah. he, he was playing for Fortuna City. He weren't playing for, Fleming Ajax. He was playing for a small team in area Divisi. And don't get me wrong. There's no direct translation from players that play in the Eredivisie the and then and then go further. But yeah. I think I think Fleming's the, pretty much the same age as Anthony, and he we're talking eighty-six million to one point seven million. Now yeah, yeah. we got no, totally we got Fleming at steel. We got Fleming at steel. We're definitely going to go for um, double-digit million when 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 we do sell him on. this. No, I have no doubt about that. But yeah. we can't, we have to be very careful how we recruit. And to be fair, we've done well with we, Sammer. Didn't cost us much. Uh, did he come in on a free, Vogel Sam, I think he did, didn't he? He was on a free, wasn't he? Yeah,
8: yeah I he think he was, yeah.
5: yeah.
7: And, so, and, and Fleming, you know, we haven't spent much money, but we've, we've recruited well. So hopefully our recruitment, you know, it continues the way it has done. And we find these little gems because that's, that's where we, because we, we don't have the money to spend compared mm. to the, the, the teams around us let's not let's not beat around the bush that's fact fuel yeah, um, no, no. it's fact we can only we can only get play the wages that we that we have that doesn't mean we can't compete but No, we no no to totally where we spend the money you don't want to go out and spend the money three or four million pounds on a player who doesn't want to play for doesn't really want to play for us and comes in and, and, and we
4: There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. We can't afford to waste that money. We, we don't have the ability to do what other teams no, around totally us do. No, I
1: totally agree. No, I totally agree. I mean, Stephen, before I come to you or Ben, one sec. We'll bring, um, we bring a, a regular um, guy on our normal shows. He's blank at the minute because he's recovering from a serious knee operation. Um, but chaps, what do you want to say, fella? good evening everyone um, and we're not yeah. we're not going for your Coventry super guy who's who's going to be about 12 30 million pound mate so um yeah <laughs> what your is? that's it that's the name. Uh, <laughs> best player in the
0: league mate for me um unbelievable yeah not that we've got a sniffing uh, yeah with no chance uh, you yeah, know good e- good evening everyone hope everyone's good um and I appreciate you you let me come on Mickey without without a camera no one needs to see this um but yeah I just see the, the that's honest as well
8: um, you you don't need to see that. No, I mean, he's wearing, he's wearing his wife's... He's wearing Mrs. Clothes, That's what he's doing. He's in a, a nighty. <laughs> well, that's a regular thing anyway, isn't it? But
0: yeah. <laughs> Every Sunday night. Every Sunday evening, they've got the TV. <laughs> You've seen some of my clobber. Anyway, <laughs> we digress. Um, yeah, so I think just... Uh, for me, I think, personally, I I, was just, I, I just caught the, the end of what TT said. And I think one of the things that I want to sort of throw out there, and apologies if this has already been said or this is what Stephen was going to say, is... Um, there's a lot of clubs in the Championship this season that have seemed to have real success with Premier League loanies. Uh, kids that are coming through um, that have done really well. You know, like Hannibal for Birmingham. Uh, apparently we were potentially after him. Uh, that Austin trustee from Birmingham also come straight into their first 11s. Brilliant. Um, I'll name one more. There's team, the... Like, like, Davies
8: as well. I thought you were going to mention him.
0: Well, we all know I'm a bit of a fan. Of him, <laughs> but Yeah, he's another one. But Ethan Laird at QPR, there's loads, right? Um, and, you know, we come a bit unstuck last season, wasn't it, when we, we tried to get Parrot and it just didn't work out. But is that a market we could play into potentially in January?
1: Strong that's possibility. That's... I mean, throw that back to the panel. I mean, what, you know, Stephen, we'll we're, we're bring you on that one and then obviously you can go with your points. I mean, what's your views on, on what
6: Chris has just said? I think... Um the loan signing is like, I think it's likely to be, we're not, I don't think we're going to spend any money. The the couple of the guys have said, are we going to go for a marquee signing? Are we going to look to do this with the recruitment? I don't think we have the money to spend. So whilst we need to, um, we do need to improve and probably do need to to recruit. I think it's going to have to be a little bit of a um, free transfer, sort of wheeler dealer type um, transfer window for us. I'm not against having a a player on loan from the Premier League. If you're going to get a striker, I think you've got to go. There's two ways you've got to go with it. You've either got to get a young kid who's really hungry um, to, to, to come in and prove himself at first team level, or if you're going to go down for an experienced, Striker that's perhaps out of favour at a Premier League club, you have to be getting him on a deal that that favours the club. So with an option to buy at the end of the season, because if you go out and buy, if you go out and and sign a a lone player that's out of favour, i.e., Chris Wood, we all know what happened with Chris Wood a few years ago, and you don't have the option. We were never going to sign him. No, but we. I don't know if you know this, but we our scouts went to see Chris Wood twenty two times. Oh yeah, no, I totally agree.
1: And, and then when we put a bid in, it was already made sure that that bid was only there to make another team basically pick up their game and, and go for him. We we would never
6: but if we, we had, had no chance him, of getting him. If we had assigned him in the summer for the three hundred and fifty thousand that um, that the totally club agree. wanted in the first place, then totally none agree. of the you know, who knows what would have happened. But if you if you're gonna do that, if you're gonna go for an experienced striker, you need to it needs to favour the club. Um, I I think a loan signing would be fine, but it has to benefit us. It can't be a, he has to play X amount of games. Otherwise there's a, a, you know, compensation, like the rumours with Cresswell. It has to benefit us. Um, Taking it back to where I think are are the the stronger, or the positions that we need to fill. uh, I've said this for weeks, uh, you know, sort of broken record. We need a winger. We are crying out for another winger at the club. Yes, I agree, I think, with TT, who said, you know, Nana Boateng and, and some of the younger players in the 21s. But we've got to, we have to find someone with a bit of pace to play on that right-hand side. I think Bury, um, again, you know, w- w- can do a job for the rest of the season in terms of have, having that, that impact, um, you know, that being that impact player. But we need an out-and-out winger. But where I'm going to sort of go a little bit off the, off the radar with what everyone's saying... Um, I actually think we really do need another defender. I think we really need another centre-back because I love Sean Hutchinson, but his injury record now is really starting to... It's starting to. He plays for a couple of games, he's out for a couple of games, and we've got the luxury of the World Cup to bring him back fit, but we've only got Cooper and Cresswell, really, in the first team that can play at centre-back. You have got Murray Wallace, you do have Murray Wallace, but then that would alter everything that we're doing at the moment with, with Wallace playing really well at left back, I, I wouldn't want to change that. I think, I think we're crying out for, you know for a centre back. back.
8: I thought Malone's doing doing reasonably well since he's gone back to the back four. I think he's played pretty pretty good at left back. Do you not do I think
6: so? I, I wouldn't want to have to have, it's, for, for argument's sake, a player, a press ball goes back to Leeds and then, and Hutchinson's injured. That means you've got Jake Cooper Murray Wallace and Scott Malone playing in the team with no defensive cover at all mm. on the bench. I know Ryan Leonard can fill in there, George Evans can fill in there, but or
8: even, or even more importantly, a right-footed player as well because they're all left-footers, isn't they? Malone, yeah, probably. exactly.
6: Yeah. So whilst you you know Malone can play at left back and, and you know we can make it work, you're then thin on the ground. And you're leaving yourself exposed to if we have any problems, we we haven't really... You are then forced to then... uh, A youngster has to come in. I think Alex Mitchell, getting him out on loan was the right thing to do. I think he's had brilliant reviews in Scotland, much like Danny McNamara did when when he went up there. So great, fantastic. We'll have him back next summer, leave him there, let him do what he's doing. But Mm -hmm. I, I think that unless... And it, it, we can't unless there's a, a you know a magic wand that can guarantee that Sean Hutchinson is going to be able to play you know, 70 80% of the games. And that does give us you know a strength in depth. I really think we do need to be getting a defender in. Ben,
1: um, your thoughts, fella. Um, be brief if you can. Hopefully others have already picked up on it because um, we are running up towards... So, yeah, we've got about 20 minutes left or so. So we get you and Chris in. But there are some points coming in, by the way. Um, what seem to be agreeing with you. I mean, Cardi says, uh, when you definitely needed, Styles and Shackleton will get far less game time in a 4 3 I'd imagine. Um, should get Fleming to teach a phobia to shoot properly. Yeah, there we go. There, there, where, as you can see, we are uncensored. We will get your comments in. The only thing we won't do is, um, is slander anyone, and I think that's perfectly safe there for slander. But a question for you, Ben, as well, I suppose, there is... Um, there's a name for you I mean I don't know what people's views are um, is it Vadra? V- Vajra Vajra Vidra? Vajra Vidra. yeah Vidra. championship top scorer under route a few years ago currently a free agent but recovering from an injury but apparently back fit around January
5: um, Ben your thoughts mate I think just well, if this fits in with what my answer was going to be anyway I think it's almost certain that we aren't going to spend any money and I'd be amazed if we get a striker in with a Afobi, Bradshaw, Voggy, you can play there, Bennett, if we really needed to. I just don't see it happening unless one of those leaves. And I think the only one that might leave with the game time he's currently getting is a Afobi. He's probably going to be our biggest earner or one of. I know he's a free agent in the summer. So, again, it might be a case if we get rid of him, we might look to do a like-for-like like with a shorter-term six-month deal. Get Matt Smith back, as Steven said last week. Um, something like that. So... I, we're not going almost guaranteed. I don't think we're going to get a striker where we need to strengthen. I think we've said it again a million times. It needs to be a winger. One thing I think it does highlight, and just the game time that he's currently getting, is Rowett clearly doesn't fancy Tyler Bury. He clearly doesn't fancy him. There's something. There's something not right there. He's either yeah. I I, I just don't see him getting the game time. Um, I, think,
8: I think with, with, with defending Route there slightly, I think he just sees what we all see, don't we, really? I mean, he's, yeah. he's a talented player, but he's such a frustrating player to watch sometimes, especially what you see what he does off the ball. He's not too bad on the ball, but off the ball, he's positioning sense. He doesn't really work hard enough. He doesn't really win tackles, you know?
5: Yeah, I the, there, there was no criticism there whatsoever Joe yeah. it. I think I think he's spot on for doing it but I think as I say I think it just highlights that he doesn't he's not going to beat that guy for us right Yeah. so maybe, I think
6: maybe, that's maybe
8: the key position maybe to the bleeding is slightly Ben I mean I, I, I never
5: really seen like seeing Fury start but I love when he comes off the bench he
8: does yeah, make an
6: impact yeah absolutely You know, absolutely. even
5: the amount of time that he's getting guys what am I putting he came on what, 88th minute yesterday yeah and I think yeah. he, he's doing that a lot,
8: right? way too late. And, and Bennett, to be fair. I can see the tactical thing that he's trying to do. They took Fleming off, didn't they? I think it was Bradshaw or Bogson, one of them. And then he went with Bury and Bennett to kind of counter, use their pace the last sort of few minutes, which was, him which brilliant. Uh, the thing work. is,
6: the thing is with that, though, is Tyler mm-hmm. Bury's an impact player. If you're bringing Tyler Bury on, you're bringing him on to impact the game. Yeah. He ne- That's when it's 2-2 or mm. 1-1, or you need, you need a goal. Tyler Bury comes on to impact the game. At, yesterday, at 4-2, we don't need to be impacting the game. We need to be solid and compact, and perhaps think, in it, the last it the few minutes.
8: Wasn't it? I think it was the characters who that like pace up front, it, two of them, just to kind of catch them on a break, I suppose. You know, It
6: it was, but they were brought on as, as to waste sort of 30 seconds to to you yeah, know, at the end of the too game. Late, too late in Rowe, the game, yeah. Rauert uses them as impact subs. if mm. it had it been two two going into seventy minutes, they would have come on a lot sooner. But because it was mm. right, four two, Rau thought, okay, we'll see we'll hold on to what we've got and we'll use yeah. them to, to waste some time at the end. The problem so. is with, with the
8: system change, I I thought it was quite difficult how would you bring in Bennett and Bury? because technically you could put Bennett up front with either Bradshaw or, or Vogsama. But with Bury, where do you play him? Because at the time, we were playing a system with Fleming, who's doing really good, behind Vogie and Bradshaw. So therefore, where do you bring Bury? I, I couldn't see a place for him at all. So when he took Look, Fleming off quite right at the end, I can see the, the purpose of that. But that should be done
1: maybe 80th eight, eight minute rather than, you know, 80, yeah, 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 yeah. Just, just, I'll bring you in two sets, Chris. Um, hello, Zach. How you doing, fella? You're all right. Love the, love your uh, your blanket fucking army, whatever they're called. It'd be better with a millwall crest on the front, wouldn't it? But watch this space on that, possibly going forward. Just say that. Yeah, we'll just say that there. We'll come to you in a minute, Zach, with you with your ball boy actics while you're on, mate. While we've got you there, mate. Surprise yeah. guest. Um Chris, we'll come to you with what we're talking about, but there's a couple of points that will come up on the chat. Um Irish striker I'm not even going to try to pronounce his name. Who we've had two bids rejected for in the summer. Um, He's joining an undisclosed English side. Um, MFC1885 said, I've had a look on his Twitter and he seems to be liking a couple of Millwall tweets recently. I don't know. It's a rumour. I'd probably have him, to be fair. He looks quite a good player. And the other one, what's out there, um, um, uh, Mulberry... um, banished this rumour the other day about Sunderland looking for him, saying that they have made no interest. But there's a strong rumour that Bradley Dack um, has been told he's, um, he's definitely interested in coming. Not sure if we can afford him, but he is out of contract in the summer. I mean, your thoughts on, on those two, Chris?
0: Yeah, I think the, the young Irish lad is, is exactly the sort of player we, we should be going for. Whether, whether Do you know his name? Sort of... A domo Imaku. something like that. Yeah, yeah. thanks for putting him the Just in. testing <laughs> you, really, but yeah. <laughs> um, but um, the sort of player we should be going for. Whether or not we can rely on someone, someone like him to to come in and and sort of you know get us into those playoff positions, probably not. Um, but he's, he's he's exciting. He's 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 really raw. He's big, physical, pacey from what I've seen. So he's exactly the sort of areas we should be looking at. So that that would be cool, and I'd like to think that some of our Irish contingent have had a word with him and said he's it's a good place for him to develop. So let's watch the space on that one. Um, Bradley Dack is a Millwall fan. I don't yeah, know is people know that, but he's a he really? fan. I met him. Uh, I'm showing sure my age. I met him at Zen's, um, but <laughs> <laughs> literally when he was uh, um, he just left Gillingham, um, and I was chatting to him, and he. he There's well, an exclusive he, for you. Unless he told me this because it's what I wanted to hear. I don't know, but um, and he went to the same school I did growing up. So it wouldn't surprise me um, in the slightest, but I don't know. I mean, he's quite settled up north with his, with his missus, isn't he? So I don't know. Um, but I'd, I'd add Bradley Dak. He's probably not the same player. He's had more knee injuries and operations than I have. So he's probably not the same player that he was. But I'd Fucking him. know they're saying something that is, isn't it? <laughs> but Vidra, Vidra's one that interests me because he'd be a gamble, of course. Uh, You know, huge injury, and it's it's a bit like Dwight Gale. We know that Dwight Gale has been at at this division. He he has been top scorer multiple times, and he's been quality. You know, he's he's been uh, he's been fantastic. But this season, he's been caught offside more times than he's had shots on target. So sometimes it's just not the right move. but Vidra could be one. If we've not got much money, it's a low-risk deal. Pay as you play. He knows Rao. He knows how to get the best out of him. Who knows? But I think what I will say just to sort of finalise my point is, for me, my sort of wish list would be a right-winger with pace uh, and a mobile target man. So, I know we missed out on Ellis Sims in the summer, but someone like him, he knows where the back of the net is. For me personally, if Cresswell stays... I'm not sure if they've got a callback clause on him or not. A lot of Leeds fans seem to think they do, but I don't know that for a fact. If Kressel's I don't think they the have. Season, then I don't think they have. I think he's here for the season. Yeah, then I wouldn't prioritise a centre-back until the summer. I think with, with Wallace, um, I think we've got enough for, for the defensive positions. Personally, obviously, views are views, aren't they? So, so, but yeah. so Zach? We've also
8: got George Evans, don't we, that can play there as well. I mean, he's, he's also going to so be off in the summer, but he can fill in really a centre-back. Mean-
0: if I would imagine he'll be off in January. I can't see him sticking so, around. Yeah. He's not getting any game time, and he's not getting um, what 27, 28 coming to be prime. He's not going to want to sit on the bench, and he probably no. is. He is someone that, in the right team, I think he could do well at this level. Personally, he's got a fantastic passing range, but it's it's just not here.
6: Mm. Yeah, Can no, I just say as well? Player, yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't touch Bradley Dack. Would not <laughs> touch Bradley Dack whatsoever. I no. think he Fleming. We he plays in the same position as Fleming for a start, exactly. so we don't. We don't want to be taken. And honeymoon. honeymoon and yeah. Brad, his injury record. Uh, no, I, I, mm. I, look, he's done really good things in the championship previously, but after his injury record, now I wouldn't touch him at all, at all. Okay,
1: Zach. Hello, mate. We we we'll get you in because your dad looks as if he's going to be collapsing in a minute. We've. With you sitting on his knee, so whatever yeah, you do, don't
7: me. don't fart or do anything else. He's not, he's not as light as he used to be, and he's he's he's, he's, he's buzzing today after today's performance in the in our Lions match. He, he, yeah, he, first he
4: does first of all,
1: congratulations on your hat trick! Congratulations oh, on your celebrations, fella. Um, on, and you, you know, so, so that's it, that's it. Right, we need to know the inside story. With you been the most the most millwall ball boy we've seen at the ground for years um were you coached by your dad before going on to the ball boy duties of what to do and what not to do as in like holding up playing stuff but how how was it and um you you've been you've been quite controversial recently haven't you? or, or you've been across social media shall we say um recently yeah. how's your fame and uh, are the girls all over you over it
9: Um, Well, I would say I mean, Dad did um, say before my first match with Ballboy he said if we're winning delay time and if we're losing just speed it up but because I care so much about the club I feel like what I did with Cresswell and what I've done in the past as a little ball boy I feel like it's just because I care about the club so much
7: What about your getting sent off?
9: Oh well, um, that was again very controversial. I didn't actually do anything wrong, as the club have said, but um, it was a nice laugh and a joke over, uh, after. Did it you get away. sent?
1: Did you really? Did you really get sent off?
9: Ba- uh, well, um, it was. Ba- I basically got sent off. Yeah.
8: Is that for taking the, the, the ball off, off the player? Was it? Yeah. 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 Look us through what happened again, Zach.
9: So, um, it was going, it, gone out for a goal kick and I went to get the ball and there was a player warming up and his name was Matthew Hop for Middlesbrough. And I was walking to long, long, uh, like walking up to him about to give him the ball and, Math, and Matthew has come up behind me and he's hit the ball out of my hands. So I hit the ball back out of his hands and I roll it to Longy. And I go basically go away, and they think I've uh, I, they think I've done a, a rude gesture, which I I most definitely did not do. But um, yeah, that's what happens.
1: Legend, 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 Absolute legend, legend of the ball boy era. You could, you could well be the first Millwall legend. Um, that I've ever heard of so uh, yeah, I, I'm quite happy to vote that and say yeah you are a Millwall legend for that, that that's a cracking bit of play but listen just uh, we are coming up towards the end and we um, and I'll throw this question out to the panel um, before we, we finish up because it is only an hour or so so yeah if we go just over that's fine but um, yesterday the fucking steward we've um, we've Fleming's ball oh. What the f- was that all about I have to watch my language Now Zach's watching But yeah So I mean I mean well, well, I mean Zach you, You've You've got to Obviously shake your head We'll go to you first And then you TT But I mean Your thoughts on that I mean that was just Ridiculous Stewarding really Wasn't it Yeah Um With the
9: steward I think he was Absolutely in the wrong there I think Zion Fleming Has gone to get His match ball That he rightly deserved And the steward is throwing it over his head for no apparent reason. And it was just, I think it was utterly stupid from the steward.
7: I think it's typical. It kind of sums up what happens, you know, as as a middle fan. Yeah, and you go up north and you just get that kind of attitude. Easy, mix. There's to be fair, Malone has not helped him because Malone's <laughs> taken the ball out of Fleming's hand and then booted it away. And then it's like basically go and get your ball, and then it's dropped to the steward who's you know looks like that. You know, his, his his whole life has led to this moment where he can throw the ball over Zian Fleming's Fleming's head, and then the other the, the other steward that had it held on to it for a little while before he rolls it back, and he just think he's petty. But you know, mm. that, it happens all the time. We had it at Huddersfield where we've gone to, you know, we sit right down the front, normally when we go away so so he so can see that people don't stand up. Um, and a steward stands right in front of us. He's got the whole area to stand, and he stands right in front of us. So I ask him to move, he goes, I can stand where I want. I said, I haven't driven four and a half hours to see your ugly mug sitting standing in front of me, <laughs> move out of the way. And he, and he just would not do it. So he has to kind of go either side of it. Yeah, it was, uh, but it's just,
9: it was just standing right in the middle, so... He was standing in between the corner flag and the goal, and we were like, what the hell are you doing, mate? But there's a saying we have,
7: and I believe it's no one likes us, we don't care. So, um,
1: <laughs> absolutely there. I mean, Joe, what did you think of these stewards' shenanigans yesterday? I think it was a bit, a bit, what's the word they use these, these days, uh, Zach? Is it salty? Is that what you're not
8: saying? Yeah.
9: <laughs> it was a um, bit
8: salty, wasn't it? He's oh a bit sort of, he he um, obviously weren't, weren't very happy with, with the result and uh, Mill fans being very lively and mm-hmm. very happy at the end. I mean, it, it was a celebration at the end, wasn't it? And I think Malay was trying to kick the ball to the Mill fans to try and encourage Zian to get close to the fans to celebrate. But obviously, the stewards took offence to it. And as TT said, the other guy hanged over it a bit, a bit too long, didn't he? But it's all good. He you got, you got the last laugh at the end, didn't he? He got his ball and you got his yeah,
1: let's see. Ben? You were uh, there. mean... Nothing more, to be, nothing more hopefully, to be said. <laughs> hopefully, you gave to sure dog shit abuse, didn't you? Go on. Yeah, I actually, yeah. I actually don't say that. Don't. You didn't do that. You, you, you. No, I didn't. You, uh, I was, you asked, him, asked him. to give the ball back. Yeah, exactly. Very, exactly. very
5: politely asked if he could uh, get the ball. The way, um, the did you way throw I'll your three-year-old daughter in the <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Took him on the throw to one of Fleming's throwings at him. Uh, I mean what's he doing? Um if he knew, I, I the only thing I would say is you don't actually see the ball kind of go to Stewart. So I don't know if I like, hit him and he picked it up and just thought he had no idea what was going on. But I don't I think he was just being a twat. Sorry, Jake. No. Um I just yeah, what was he doing?
6: Stephen Uh just petty. I think um I think um, I've had incidents away from home, much like probably' the guys in here that stewards do crazy things. Um, Millwall are a club that's easily easily targeted with certain things. Um, and I think stewards kind of think that they can get away with get away of it or if something happens on the back of it, it's oh, it's Millwall. So yeah, the story yeah, yeah, yeah. focuses on us as a club and us as a fan base rather than the actions of the steward. But as I think Ben just said, um, Fleming got the last star because we're going home with we're going home with three points and he's going home with a match ball. So um, the stewards can play games all he wants. We got three points.
1: No, that's it, Chris. I'm not, not coming to you, fella, on there. But there's there's one last question. We'll end the show on. We're coming with this question. Any faults on Long and Bart? Long makes too many mistakes for my liking. Um, whoever wants to come in first, coming.
5: Can I just jump in on that? And it was something that I didn't actually point out it was my dad did just saying the warm up. We got there quite early yesterday, so we saw Longy Bart, et cetera, warming up for a while. Bart looked like he was still, he had a bit of a knee injury and he just, he, he didn't look agile and he just looked a bit like he was in a little bit of pain. Um, and it wasn't until my, my, my dad spotted it and. And when he said that, I went. Do you know what? You're right. Just bending down for balls. When he was turning, he wasn't doing quickly. I don't know if there was a little bit of an injury there. But I've heard a rumour that his like, knees yeah.
1: flared up, but whether or not that's just rumour know that or not, I wouldn't surprising. be surprised
5: really. But mm. I, I, I don't mind. Um, Longing. he actually made a really good save in the second half when they were when mm. they got on top early on. Um, see, I but don't But with, mind, Bart, I've
1: with Bart saved one of their two attempts yesterday.
5: Well I, as I said yesterday, at the game I thought it was a foul, but you chap said it was handball. And the second one, I don't know, I actually think it was a good header. I think it's just one of those ones that he's wrong footed. So mm. I, I don't think I'd be too harsh on long yesterday. I think Chris,
6: if we could Oh go on, Steve. Go on. I go think on. if we if we could have if you could combine George Long and Bart into into one, mm. I think that's that's the goalkeeper that we all want. But unfortunately, if you had a goalkeeper that had distribution of long and Bart shot stopping abilities he wouldn't be at Mill, we'd probably be in the Premier League. Mm. So it's I think it's like Robert has either got to make a decision. Does he want his goalkeeper to be able to get us up the pitch and, and potentially create chances? Mm. Or does he want his goalkeeper to be making big saves but probably gonna let us down with his distribution and potentially be conceding the ball and and, and then conceding more chances? For yeah. me, to that point, Steve, just want to interrupt
8: you there. Do you then play Bart for the, the tougher games where you'll get called upon a bit more and then maybe use long E for the games where we should be winning and you can sort of play a bit more of a kind of extra defender and a bit of a sort of sweeper keeper, if you like?
6: I wouldn't be against that. I wouldn't be against that. I, I understand that if you've got a goalkeeper in good form and you don't change a winning team, I get it would be quite difficult to do that and goalkeepers want to play regularly. Mm. Personally, I think that Bart has been a great servant to the club. I think the person uh, who's just commented he's done his job under Rowett is, is actually spot on. I have no issues with him whatsoever. If he was to move on, you know, great goalkeeper. But I think Long is the future. I think Bart realises now if he's got a knee injury, he's getting older. He doesn't fit into Rowett's style of play of wanting his goalkeeper to be comfortable with the ball at his feet. Um, Neil Harris, who bought in Bart, Neil Harris didn't want his goalkeeper to be controlling the ball and pinging 70-yard passes and trying to get us up the pitch. Robert wants us to do that. And I think George Long fits into the category. And I think he's going to be our goalkeeper long-term.
1: No, uh, no, he was always going to be the the replacement to Bart, wasn't he? But um, which one of you two? It's either you, Joe, or or you, Stephen. Which one of you just said sweeper-keeper? I did. Oh, OK. What what sort of position... What sort of position is that then? Is that a bit like so
6: rush keeper, is it? Or it, Manuel Neuer, Manuel Neuer, like, yeah,
1: you know, Liverpool's keeper and Man
8: City's keeper. So basically, they can play out of their box and they're comfortable on the ball, they can take the ball
1: and become like a, a, a kind of a sweeper keeper or a keeper sweeper, that's what they call it. And, um, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm like, gonna say no, I'm gonna say no on that one, right? Because it's bad enough watching Millwall <laughs> play, let alone getting a keeper who thinks he can handle the ball <laughs> at his feet. Do you know what I mean? It'd yeah. be about 30 yards out trying to be the next Ronaldo and all of a sudden the player will tackle him and get the ball in the back of the net. Chris, your thoughts on Barton Long and then we're going to start go to TT and Joe and then we're going to start finishing up. Go on fella.
0: Yeah. Um, and I don't disagree with anything that anyone said. Um, <clears throat> I think what Stephen said spot on in terms of uh, you, you've got a fantastic shot stopping ability, one keeper and then kick in with another keeper. And ultimately we need to make a decision on how we want to play. Um, my view has always been a goalkeeper is there to stop the ball going in the net. And therefore, my view is is that George Long should have done better at both goals yesterday. And I don't yeah. think we have conceded. Maybe not both. And you could say it was a great header. It was. I thought Ched Evans was superb, if I'm being honest. I hate to say it. But I thought he was superb for a lot of the game yesterday. And he said it was superb. But Bart's in goal, that doesn't go in. Um, mm. So, I, I I don't know. Uh, in my post-match yesterday, I said I'd drop Long and put Bart back in for the next game. But I don't know, maybe that was a bit knee-jerk. I'm not sure. I'm on the fence, and I'm going to sit on the fence for this one. I think Long probably deserves a couple more games, but I wouldn't be adverse to Bart coming back in because it's... Um, yeah, Longy's just doesn't fill me with enough confidence at the moment.
1: Joe, final comment on them. I suppose you've really come Yeah,
8: I agree completely with what... Chris said and also Steve said earlier about, about both of them. Um for me, when you look at you know, a goalkeeper, a goalkeeper's job is to stop the ball from get back in the net. And when you look at what Bart's done this season, uh compared to what Long's done, I think Long's had a few more errors and a few mistakes um in, in different games where I can't count how you know, I don't think I don't think he's had many Bart um, mistakes this season at all. Maybe maybe one or two, if that. But uh, you're right. I mean, that first goal, forget about the fumble or the handball, but the cross that came in, Bart would have got to it. He would have punched it out or whatever. He would have done something, got to it. Whereas Long, sort of, his, his positioning was all over the place. Positioning was probably wrong on the second goal as well. And even if Bart was in his same position, I'm sure Bart would have reached out for it and probably got a hand to that one. So for right. me, I, I prefer Bart, Bart.
1: can't deny Long is great on the ball, great distribution. Listen, Gaz C is correct, mate. We won... Who cares if Long made a few dodgy errors? We still won, and we still got the three points. So, hey-ho. Um, TT and Zach, um, final view of you on on Long or Bart, and then uh, give your show a plug, please.
7: Uh, for, for me, Bart has been the better goalkeeper in terms of actual standard goalkeeping. However, what I would say is Long has made a couple of errors, but... He's also, you know, he was fantastic in the first half against Huddersfield. You know, we should have been four 0 down at half time, and, it, and he made he's made a couple of fantastic, you know, split seconds shot saves, and that can that can make the, you know, obviously he's beaten by a, a cross, which happens at least two times a season to every team. Um, I, I'm not sure Bart would have come out um, and, and and dealt with the cross because one of his one of his weakest points of keeping is is his, is is how he deals with crosses. He's much. You'd say overall, I think they're they're coming out for crosses are similar. Longs a better ball, at ball distribution, and Bart's a better um, Bart's a better shot stopper. So, but you only get better as a, the biggest thing about being a keeper is playing week in week out. It's consistency with because it's not just about the keeper. It's about the the defence in front. You've got to know each other's game back backwards. You've got to know whether your keeper's coming out, whether he's not going to come out, whether he's where, how he distribute how he wants to distribute the ball, where, where he's, where, he's where, he, where he wants you where he wants you to be one sided because you, your keeper's stronger. All of those things get better over time and you get to know that as a part. When you play football, you know that. When you coach football, you know that. You want to be playing with your keeper consistently. And I think um, it's, there's always a good, you know, a good argument to say been a couple of kind of half dodgy um things but we've conceded six goals in nine games and
8: there we so go that's it that's it what you're making it yeah i agree he he gives the, the defense more confidence because they can play the ball back to him he's comfortable in the ball he can he can pass back out to them whereas bar you always get a bit of nervousness when the ball gets back to him you think oh my god is this gonna
1: where's this gonna end up sometimes you know No, that's it. Completely agree. Listen, if you're enjoying this, we are going to be doing this game regularly now. We are going to record the Sunday evening show live, so you guys have full interactive. We're still doing your post-match games live on Spaces going forward. Um, And also, if you are here now watching us on YouTube, please just press that subscribe button. And while you're at it, just type in Mill Drive Home YouTube channel if you're not already subscribed to them. Subscribe to them too. Press the notification bell and then whenever we post a show, you won't miss anything from us. If you want to listen to Chaps, he done the podcast yesterday, the um, post-match chat with Chaps, where he gives us an extended version of his YouTube video. He normally does post-match, but at the moment he is recovering from um, a knee operation. So if you want to send flowers, chocolates, etc., etc., just send them to me and I will taste them first for him and make sure they're perfectly safe because he is on quite a lot of medication and I don't want anything to affect him in any way. Um, I would like to thank my guests. Joe, thank you very much. Any final words from you, fella? No, just um, looking forward to the World Cup now.
8: Um, Be a nice little break. It's not a long break, so I'm sure we'll be back before you know it, on the, on third
1: of December and, uh, yeah, cheers for having us on and really good show. Thanks guys. We're back before the third of December, mate. We're back on the 26th of November where we take on in its Sun, and, you know, it's the third of November. we take on Sunday. the 26th of November is when we, um, when we've got the foreign team. I can't think of the name of them at the moment. Brom- it Bromby. was there. Bromby, Bromby. That's it. That's it. At the den. Um, TT and Zach, thank you very much for joining us. Um, especially as it's a school night tomorrow. Um, any final words,
7: fella? Can't beat it. It's been a perfect weekend. You know, Zion Fleming hat-trick, three points. Zach got hat-trick. We're top of our league. Perfect. And England Absolute won the cricket. Perfect. Yeah, exactly. Do you know what? We, we we just managed to see it. If it had gone to the last over, we'd have had to go to our game. So, uh, well done, Sir Benjamin Stokes give him
8: a yeah, night. No. that's <laughs> it. And, and Russell and Lewis got a 1-2 in the Grand Prix in the exactly we just
1: watched that as well there you go exactly chaps well the women didn't win the, the Rugby World Cup but hey hey you can't have everything um, chaps you got anything you want to say final words fella no thanks for
0: having me on and um, I think this is a, a really really good format so looking forward to doing a, a few more of these but thanks Mickey thanks everyone no
5: problem no problem uh, Ben Ben yeah, great to chat, guys. Great show. Really enjoyed it. Um, perfect weekend, as we said, taking little one to her first game. She is now the lucky mascot, not me and Stephen anymore. So i will <laughs> getting her to as many games as I can.
6: Excellent. Stephen, any final words fella? that? Uh, just one thing. Zian Fleming is the future of Millwall Football Club. He's either going to bring us a huge transfer fee and uh, we'll be able to invest or he's taken us to the Premier League. So. I agree.
1: I, I agree with that. Just before we go, because obviously the most important part of being an interactive show is, is getting on people's comments. And obviously we are, uncensored, unedited. This will be going out uh, completely unedited. Um, so Gaz C says, if a keeper makes an error and gets highlighted, how many misplaced passes has the rest of the team made? Longy will do for now. Uh, Millwall in 85. Even Millwall fans in their 60s and 70s Think Bart is our best keeper ever. That says it all. Wow. I don't know if Brian King would probably agree with you on that one, but I'll have to get him on soon and see what his views are on it. Um, Ollie, I'd buy Southwood from Reading. That's one for us to go and and research up on if Bart wanted to go. And obviously, good show. Uh, Thank you very much for getting involved. Thanks for uh, big... Uh, you know you are um, and as I said before mate DMs are always open if you want to get in touch thank you very much for taking time out of your Sunday evening hopefully you've liked it this will only get better and better hopefully and it can only do that by having you guys listening uh, and getting involved so if you do want to get involved drop us a DM more than happy to bring you on video for next week's show uh, it is the live format thank you very much for joining this will be out as a pod in the morning goodbye cheers guys